0: This is Cal, the sports director for 107.9 KYB and 102.7 The Big Dog of Classic Rock and Cal's podcast of sports and randomness. This week's podcast will have three interviews. The first two will be the coaches from our 102.7 The Big Dog of Classic Rock game of the week between the Tipton Tigers and Empire Bulldogs. I'll be interviewing Coach White from Tipton first, followed by Coach Hayes from Empire, and we'll finish off the interview with the phone call to my friend, Leron Alexander, we we'll gonna be talking about sports that are coming up this weekend, college and pros from here on out. He will be on Fridays when there's a WWE pay-per-view, since both of us are big WWE fans. Some Fridays, we might get just a person talking about what's going on in the world or just random goofy stuff, hence the title, Randomness. Please be patient. Please don't uh, destroy me on <laughs> feedback or comments. I'm still learning this process. How to mix everything together, how things to tie in, we're having fun with it, we'd like to get this out, get more exposure for these small schools as well, get them out there, because a lot of these teams are really good, so please enjoy the interview, and uh, let's go to our first interview. Uh, How are you doing today? I'm good, how are you? Doing great. So uh, this week you had, it's homecoming week I believe for Tipton, right? Yes, yeah, so, big festivities.
1: Uh, big festivities. All the kids look weird around
0: here. Yeah. <laughs> coming to the school in their pajamas and v- superheroes and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, my, I have a niece that goes to school out there. She's, I think she's six or seven, and she's a uh, Haley Quinn from uh, the the, the uh, DC universe. I don't. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Yeah, I bet it is weird watching these kids dress up all day like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the last we spoke, y'all played Velma Alma. Unfortunately, y'all lost. Uh, y'all did come off the bus, and y'all punched them right in the mouth. But towards the end of the game, as the game went down further, uh, things kind of pulled away. A few turnovers and some miscues. And, and not to make excuses up for you, but I was in the booth with the, the Velma Alma staff, and they even said these referees were not making any sense, not making some right calls. And it showed because it went against y'all mostly. Uh, a few of those things killed momentum, gave y'all gave them a turnover in their favor even though it didn't make any sense why they gave him the interception when he was going to be out of bounds anyways but it is what it is and I know you you took it as a learning experience and is that what you taught your team
2: yeah
1: for sure I mean that was a gosh that was a frustrating night because you know Velma's really good Um, I think their quarterback's been out the past couple games but uh, he's he's a stud and he played that whole game for us against us and I thought we i really did think we did a lot of good you know we we did kind of hit him in the mouth and and ran right at him and to be down a touchdown going into the end zone you know late in the third quarter going into the fourth quarter uh to have a call like that go against us where the kid (laughs) catches the ball out of bounds and they give it to him regardless of of getting
0: pushed you would have been out anyways
1: yeah, yeah yeah he was way out um it is what it is. I mean, we we had a hard time obviously recovering from that. I did personally mentally. You know, it's that's kind of hard to get over. So that's,
0: that's like a 16 point swing instead of being, at, uh, you know, 64 to 20 something, third 36. Oh, so I forgot the score, but that was a 16 point swing because you know they scored on that following turnover and the have scored on that possession too. I mean, it just it just took away a lot of the momentum and I could tell the frustration on you from across yeah. the field that you were really upset and bothered by that call, but even the whole night, they were taking forever to make the, their, their decisions on the penalties, and when they had penalties, they just didn't seem to fit why they threw the flag, and it was yeah. really confusing.
1: I agree, yeah. but oh, well, you it is what it, yeah. is what it is, as yeah. I say sometimes. So
0: We gave away the award player game to that quarterback, and the following week he was injured, and they told me in the boot, no more awards for our team. Luck. <laughs> yeah, y'all,
1: y'all, y'all jinxed him then, yes, huh? Yes, we did.
0: But uh, it was a good game. Like I said, y'all came out of the bus. Y'all were ready to play. Y'all held on to the very end, and unfortunately, a few events happened that took away the momentum that caused Velma to win. Y'all had a week off because one of the teams had to cancel their game because of reasons uh, we won't say on the air. Uh, yeah. And then y'all had a, your regular scheduled bye week, but y'all decided to fill it up with Hollis. And when I checked the score, you all ended up losing.
1: You know, that was another game It was actually really similar to Velma. Um, Hollis is, you know, they're not in a uh, district right now. They're playing an independent schedule, but they're pretty good. They got some, some kids that can play, and they play really hard. And uh, Coach the Box does a really good job with them over there. And uh, we uh, – they got up – three touchdowns on us it was 24 to nothing and uh, we scored right at the end of half to make it 24 to six and then we scored two times in the third quarter and it was 24 to 20 and we we had them backed up into like a third and a 30 and uh, they completed a long pass and uh, credit to them you know they they made the play on that but it was kind of a similar similar story there we we fought back and we clawed and we were we were four points down and we were looking to to make them punt or you know get a turnover on downs there and potentially go go score and not saying that we would have won the game obviously they're like I said they're a very good football team but um that play kind of kind of broke our back you know we had a hard time recouping from that they ended up beating us uh 54 to 20 or something like that but there again we're right there almost into the fourth quarter and it's a a one possession game and so um some of that you know I guess is to be expected with youth and you know we look up at any time and it's it's hard for me to get my mind to understand that you know we're playing four or five sophomores and one or two freshmen at times and so um i think i think that's where you see some of that inexperience coming up in those type of moments just to be able to overcome uh maybe like a velma it's a really bad call or hollis they make a really good play to kind of punch us in the mouth and But, you know, what I've seen out of both of those games is I've seen a lot of fight out of our kids. And we had opportunities for sure, you know, to kind of roll over and stop playing. Um, But we're we're clawing back into them. So, you know, going forward, I I have to remind myself and I've reminded our kids, you know, we've we've probably played the toughest non-district schedule out of anybody in the district and maybe anybody in class b i mean when you look at what we've done we've played
0: shattuck Shattuck
1: and alex and velma and hollis is hollis is as good as any of them or close to it so right now we're pretty healthy we haven't had we hadn't had any kids have to quarantine for a long time or anything like that and so i i have to have to step back and kind of count my blessings and stay positive even though it's hard to realize that you know we still have our goals in front of us and we can still we can still go in the district um that's not to say that you know we will because we understand we've got battles coming up in district but i also feel like we're battle tested already because we've we've played the best that class b has to offer um and been and at least in a couple of those games we've been right there you know uh, neck and neck with them so
0: some people say oh it's a young team in any kind of level any kind of sport high school college pros when you say they're a young team, sometimes they, they say that as an excuse to say there's not talent. However, in your case, people understand that you lost a lot of upperclassmen, and so a lot of these younger guys, did not like these sophomores, they didn't get to play last year. And there's that wall you hit. You know, they're only used to playing a certain amount of games in junior high, and they come up to high school, and then they start playing, and then that adrenaline level kicks in on, on that Friday. So it, it's draining through the whole year, and but your guys are getting this experience for next year as well. They're like, okay, we know we can handle the Shaddocks, the Alexes, the Snyders, and, and uh, Empires of Class B. We held our own. We're going to get better because we know what to do. We know when to use our energy and when not to. And your team is going to get better. It's not the lack of talent. I believe it's a little lack of experience on their yeah. part that's hurting you caused by the fumbles and the turnovers and the slouching when the calls don't go their way. And you're going to learn that in time. And next year... Tipton's going to be Tipton how everybody sees it and remembers yeah. them so I don't think it as in the all are having a bad year because it's no talent no it's just it's a learning curve because your guys are really young and that's going to be that's going to pay off later on this year in districts and next year uh, when the season starts
1: yeah no, I, I agree with you I mean like I said we, we feel like our goals are intact this year but we know we're getting a whole lot of good experience, and, and, you know, the seniors that we have out there are doing a good job of leading and working hard, and, uh, you know, we do play some seniors, but, you know, really, we see it on the defensive side of the ball, because our back end is almost all sophomores, and even, you know, freshmen at times, so, um, we can look up and, and see, you know, six, six sophomores or freshmen out there on defense, and, and credit the teams that we're playing. You know, a lot of them have really good senior football players. So I think the, the quarterback from Velma was a junior, but a lot of their other kids were seniors. And Alex and Shattuck, you know, those it, it's tough to have, you know, 14- and 15-year-old kids playing against 18-year-olds. I mean, there's a, the
0: big there's a pretty difference. big
1: difference there physically and mentally. Yep. But uh, I've been proud of our guys, like I said, um, competing, working their, working their tails off. And, and they do every day in practice. And, I mean, we're really excited going forward you know we're kind of this week's you know it's kind of the reset button we've had half of the season and we get to go play another half of the season and so and you know the other thing is we're we're still trying to stay positive and counter blessings that we've getting we've gotten to play five football games you know we haven't had we haven't had any we had the, the southwest covenant you know canceled but you know we got to pick up Hollis and play them so there's a lot of teams out there that aren't get that haven't got to play four and five football games so um you know, we, at the end of the day, we're, I tell them, hey, we got to have fun and, and let's go do that. So,
0: and uh, I'm looking at Empire's schedule, and y'all had so far just one common opponent, and it was Velma Alma. They play Snyder next week as well, but by then, y'all already played Empire. Uh, their record is 4 and 1. What can you tell me about Empire?
1: A really good football team. Um, they do a lot well. They've got a, a quarterback that's about, well, sheesh, I don't know. Six two fifteen and can run. He's a thick kid and runs really hard um, and is, is fast for his size. So, you know, we got to figure out a way to get him tackled. They have a, a tailback that plays a little bit of quarterback too that um, can run as well. He's a good player, number 15 and uh, got a real tall receiver. Um, they play really hard. Um, they're good physically. Uh, they're very aggressive on defense and, um, you know, Hollis is that way too. So, um, we've got to sure up some blocking schemes we had We had some issues with what Hollis was presenting uh to us on the offensive side of the ball of picking up um blitzing defensive ends and linebackers and stuff so hopefully that'll help us prepare for Empire because it's going to be kind of a similar uh defense so um you know obviously they've won a lot of football games and taken care of business and you know the Velma game I, Velma ended up beating them bad by like they 36. ended up forty five in them yep. but um, we had a couple coaches at the game, and you know they were texting me in the first half, saying, "You know, both of these teams are good. I don't know." They didn't exactly feel like Velma was that much better than Empire, and, and I watched the film too. You know, Empire was Empire's right there with Velma physically, as far as um, you know, physicality and how hard they hit and uh, athleticism. So. Um, it's going to be a really it's going to be a really tough ball game um I like obviously i i 've got confidence in what we 're doing and and what we 're going to accomplish friday night so um it, it should be a good ball game but um there's there's plenty of respect for um obviously what empire's accomplished and but there's also confidence in, in what we can do going forward right. so
0: and it 's homecoming week so your guys are going to play extra hard because they don 't want to lose on their homecoming especially the seniors yeah uh, but it also yeah, i
1: mean i we, you know sometimes you, you try to look for a, a weaker opponent for homecoming but the way, the way it's set this year we just we didn't have a lot of options it was either this game or Snyder in two weeks and so uh, we didn't really even want to wait that leap wait for homecoming so I thought well we'll play Empire and it is what it is so sometimes it helps you um like I said last year I think we played Mountain View on homecoming and that was one of our well it was our toughest district game so um as long as you're as long as the boys can separate the, the fluff of everything that's going on during the week and not get caught up in who's going to win and who's going to escort, you know, you kind of like the extra energy that you get from, uh, from having a homecoming game, so.
0: Right. Well, Coach, uh, thank you for your time. Um, I feel like our interviews are getting a lot better.
1: Yeah, yeah. they are, for yeah. sure.
0: I'm learning as I go, but I do appreciate your time. I know you wear many hats out there, we do you appreciate your time, and we'll see you Friday night. And uh, good luck! Awesome, thank you, sir. You have a good day. Uh, you too. Yeah. That was Coach White from the Tipton Tigers, uh, looking to rebound after a, a slight losing streak. But he, his guys are always. I'm not just. I'm not just saying this because we're part of their coverage. They play every team tough. Velma is one of the top ranked teams in the state, and Tipton came out and they they took it to them. Uh, some of the talent took over and. Uh, more experienced players from Vilma came up. And it is showed. showed, uh, not taking, like I said earlier, not making any excuses. The refs did play a major part. Uh, it stopped the flow of the game a lot of the times, uh, not just the flags itself, but them just trying to communicate and, and converse and talk about what happened and why the flag was being thrown. It took forever. The, the game was long. And I know it's because I made the trip twice and I got home later in the first game. And I know it's because, they kept stopping the game, stopping, stopping, and they seemed confused on why the flag was thrown. But Coach White kept his guys in it to the very end. The score does not reflect of what happened. You looked at the score and like, oh, they got blown out. No, there's a lot to it that people, would, if you weren't there, you didn't see what really happened. We'll be right back with a phone call from Coach Hayes, the Empire coach here on 102.7, 1079, and Cal's podcast of sports and randomness. Hello. Uh, good morning, Coach Hayes. This is Cal from 107.9 uh, in Altos, Oklahoma. I do appreciate the time you're giving me today. I know you're a busy man. I know you're home right now because you have some uh, kids that are under the weather. Uh, so we do appreciate the time. Uh, this week, you bet. This week you're uh, traveling to Tipton uh, to play the yes, Tipton sir. Tigers. Uh, it's her homecoming week, and they are coming off a loss to Hollis, and y'all are coming off a win over Wilson, a 60-14. to I notice your record is 4-1. and Tell me how your season is going so far.
3: You know, it, our our record's four and one, and we really think that we, you know, we should be four and one. I don't really think that, you know, I mean, to be honest, we we haven't really been tested. You know, I told the boys yesterday at practice, you know, it, you know, four and one's good, but you know, we don't really know, you know, how good we are um, because I think you know, you know, we we really haven't been tested a lot.
0: Uh. I'm looking at your schedule, and I'm not knocking these teams. Temple and Grandfield are not known powerhouse football teams. Um, Velma is, and unfortunately I lost that one. I don't know, what, I don't know how good Wilson is, but, I, but from what I'm hearing from other coaches that Empires is a really good football team regardless of their loss to Velma.
3: Well, I mean, I think we can be. You know, like I said, we really don't know. You know, until we get, you know, Friday night will be a good test for us. And, you know, Tipton's a really good football team. And, you know, their record doesn't say that. But, you know, we've watched them on film over and over. And, you know, I I really think that they're a really good football team. And they're, you know, they're going to get after us. And and we'll find out really how good we are Friday night.
0: You have one common opponent already this year, Velma Amma. Of course, you'll have Snyder. But you you all play each other before you all play Snyder. They came out of the bus and they went. They attacked Velma right away. The lack of experience from the Tipton team, because they're a very young team, a lot of sophomores on their team, uh, not very many seniors, that um, that did play a part in their loss. Coach White, and I I, I was at that game and I covered that game, and they were playing the officials this year. I know the officials are having a rough year. I have a friend that's an official for the state of Oklahoma, and they're saying they're just so undermanned that uh, it's affecting them and they're not trying to let it affect their game calling. So I, I kind of get it that the officiating can slow down the the pace of a game, and with a team like Tipton that likes to go fast, it does kind of cause a rift in your game plan and how you execute.
3: Yeah, they, you know, we had we had talked to some of our baseball guys that had went, you know, kind of went to that base that that, that game, and they kind of thought that you know the same way with you know what you're saying is they kind of they were kind of behind the eight ball a few times with you know a few calls here and there, but. It's one of those things, it's a matchup thing, you know, and I don't know, you know, until we get there Friday night and get after it how, you know, how we're going to match up and how things that we do and how what they do, you know. It, it, it's, it's weird because, you know, we, we point Wilson and then they go to Belmont and get beat by touchdowns, touchdown, you know, the, the next week. So it, it's just kind of a weird, you know, a matchup deal and we'll see how, you know, we'll see how it goes Friday night.
0: Uh, and I know y'all are in the same district as Tipton and Snyder uh, and Morika. It's it's going to be a tough district to win.
3: Yes, uh,
0: it year. is. And uh, very exciting. And I'm I'm loving these matchups because it seems like all, all these teams, granted a few of them, uh, all these all y'all seem pretty much equal on paper. Y'all look, and I'm like, man, they they have same amount of size, and, you know, some speed guys and whatnot. And of course, very well coached on both sides. So it should be. It's a very exciting year for Class B football. Uh, Shattuck needs to be sweating a little bit this year because there's a lot of teams out here that are, are vying for that top spot and I think right, more, more right. so than usual. And it, it's, it's good to see that uh, we have all these teams fighting for the number one spot. Coach White talked about your quarterback being a big, fast kid. Uh, he says he's very thick. And uh, and I know Tipton, their, their defensive line has some hosses. So uh, in my head I'm already picturing – Uh, A lot of uh, jet sweeps A lot of uh, counters To get those guys going left to right Instead of up and down Because once you get those big guys going left to right You get them out of their element
3: You're exactly right
0: That's what Velma tried to do against Snyder Because Snyder has some hosses as well And he kept going left to right And those big boys were like Trying to catch their breath after every play I know that's one thing that's going to happen for Tipton But uh, I think Coach White knows that already uh, Being more experienced in the sports Than I am But we're looking forward to it. uh, The way he talked about your quarterback, I'm really excited to see how he plays. Uh, I love these big explosive plays in in eight-man football because they happen so often, but every time it happens, it always seems it's different than the last scenario.
3: Right. Yeah, you're exactly right.
0: How long have you been coaching at Empire?
3: This is my second year.
0: How did y'all do last year?
3: Uh, We went four and seven.
0: Four and seven. Okay, Also, man, y'all are – you already matched last year's winning total and looking to add on more. If if things keep up, y'all be – it's three teams for playoffs, right? In district or two?
3: Uh, four.
0: Four teams make this make top the playoffs. Four.
3: Yeah, top four go to playoffs.
0: Oh, nice! And the and the top, and the winner of district gets the first two home games or gets two home yes. games.
3: Yes, so the first, uh, the first and second will get home playoff games, and then third and fourth go on the road. But yes, district champion gets the uh, two games at home.
0: I bet y'all are excited for that. Uh, I know your your players are knowing that uh, they're just a few wins away from guaranteeing a spot in district and playoff play because once you get in the playoffs anything can happen
3: anything
0: Anything can happen one one good play here one bad play by the other team anything can happen what kind of a matchup are you expecting
3: well you know like I said you know like I told the boys yesterday you know we really haven't you know we really don't know how good we are and uh watching you know watching tipton on film they're big they're fast they're, and they're going to bring it and get it after us and so we're you know it's it's either going to be you know hey we're going to be pretty dang good or uh-oh we're not as good as we thought we were you know and that's what i'm really excited to see how our kids respond we we finally get you know offensively we haven't you know had a lot of key guys out uh defensively we have um with the they haven't had the COVID but they've been in quarantine so we finally get all of our guys back this week you know the bye week helped us a lot last week because we'd have missed they would have you know missed last week as well um but uh we finally get all those guys back and you know Ready to get go. after it to yeah. see like I said <laughs> see how really good we are if we're if we are or how good we are can be you know what I mean uh so that's what I. That's what I'm. That's most exciting to see what's going on this weekend.
0: Yeah. Uh, fortunately and unfortunately, it is homecoming week for Tipton. So, fortunately for you all, those guys are a little distracted with this week uh, preparing for the game and reminds right. me elsewhere. Unfortunately, as well, is these guys don't want to lose on homecoming. So, exactly, um, it's gonna. These guys may be worn out by halftime just by just the, the adrenaline from everything yeah. going on. So y'all y'all come in at at a, at a good time. To play uh, to play Tipton because like I said, they you're not 100 percent focused. I'm not saying they are, but in my right, opinion, right, yes, they're not. They're exactly not focused. Right. Like it is homecoming. I played sports in high school. Man, that homecoming week, football week was a lot. Yeah, was a lot. Yes, yeah. It was so, uh, Well, Coach, we will be covering the game on 102.7, and uh, where is Empire located
3: at? It's about five miles west of Duncan.
0: Okay, so your people, if your people can't make it, they can't reach our radio station, but they can go online to Network One as in the number one not don't spell it out so network one NetworkOneSports.com and they can listen to the coverage there for free if they can't make the okay. game Coach, uh, we also give Player of the Game Awards so if your team wins uh, after you have your little meetings with the, the other coaches and your players I'll be out there to give an out award so uh, don't run off too fast
3: alright? Okay, alright
0: so, uh, Coach Hades it's nice talking to you and I will see you Friday night
3: Okay, thank you sir Have a good day Alright, you too
0: that was Coach Hayes from Empire. Uh, they'll be traveling to Tipton Friday night. Should be a great game. It is homecoming week. It is our 102.7, the big dog of Class of Rock game of the week. Hello. Hello is this Leron Alexander? Yes, sir. Welcome. You're the first guest on Cal Sports and Randomness this podcast. I just had two coach interviews going on, but you're the first non-coach to be interviewed today or be talked to. Okay. Uh, we have a lot of sports coming up. No cussing. remember that. Uh, you're a big football fan. <laughs> I big, got you. You're a big, big, big football fan. One of the yeah. one of the worst fancy football commissioners ever to be uh, to be named commissioner in any kind of sport. But regardless, uh, let's talk some Big Twelve football. Okay. This week, Texas and Oklahoma playing the Red River Shootout. Not a lot of uh, fanfare since Oklahoma isn't ranked for the first time in Lord knows when. Taking on Texas, who do you got coming out?
2: Man, uh, I can never pick Texas. I'm going to pick <laughs> OU in a slight <laughs> upset. Uh, I'll take OU 48-45.
0: That, that makes sense. It's uh, horrible defenses. I am um, I'm not impressed with Spencer Rattler. Uh, I mean, their quarterback play has gone down since uh, Murray left. It goes it went Murray, it went Baker, then Murray, right? And
2: the uh, court- I mean – you get, people got to understand, like, he's this is his third start uh, with Spencer. So, um, he's not going to come out. You know, Baker had the ability of actually being in the offense that Lincoln Riley runs. Same with colin um, Murray. So, um, give him time, man. He's he's going to be a stud. Um, and he's actually played pretty well. He's just made it, I guess you could say freshman mistakes. Um, that's growing pains. That's going to that's gonna happen. With the whole... The whole team in itself is young.
0: And COVID uh, related. They haven't had have really much time to practice from the COVID. They couldn't really go out there and do their normal routine as well. We'll give them that. Right. Uh, and uh, what about their defense? Everybody said when Stoop left and he fired Stoop, everything was going to go great. What's your thought on that?
2: Um, the defense side, we're, we're young as well. And uh, what's my guy's name? Grinch? Those are still Mike Stoops' players. So he's still, you know, he's still, he hasn't got his guys in yet. Um, now, last year, it, it did work. Um, but for, for this this year, and plus we're missing some key components, but this year, man, the big thing is, you know, you got you to pressure the QB. You got to get some QB hits, which we were able to do last year and haven't done so much this year. But um, I still have my faith in Alex Grinch.
0: Uh, Texas, what Texas has going for him is a quarterback that's been in the same system for four years Sam Ellinger. Uh to me he's going to be a backup quarterback in the NFL for the rest of his life I don't think he has the talent to be a starter in the NFL uh, and I'm a Texas guy that hurts to say but it's it's, it's the truth he'll, he'll make he'll make a lot of money holding that clipboard
2: Um, I always call him the great value version of Tim Tebow <laughs> <laughs> Uh so, I don't have too much – I mean, I'm with you on that. I don't have too much faith in him at the next level. He's a great – a good college quarterback. But, yeah, at the next level, man, I don't even see him being a backup. I, I see him being a practice squad player. Oh, man, that's um, kind of harsh. i against him. I just don't think he has the arm strength or the accuracy on the NFL level.
0: I'm not impressed with Texas. I'm a big Texas guy. I'm not impressed with them. I think OU's – You're gonna, not impressed with who? You know, I'm not impressed with Texas. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, I, I think OU's offense Is going to run over that shoddy defense A defense that's been this way Since Matt Brown left You've had uh, Chuck Strong and then you had Herman and he hasn't, they haven't done anything To fix the defense And in the Big 12 you've got to be at least mediocre At defense to win games And they're not even mediocre When Texas Tech yeah, every- Texas Tech and TCU beat you back to, you know, Score all those points on you You know you don't have a good defense
2: Right, right, but um, I mean, I guess I mean the saying isn't true. Everything's bigger in Texas, but they, <laughs> yeah, and I don't, I don't know what what it is with their defense. Um, I think, Herman, is, is really his recruiting is actually focused more toward the offensive side of the ball. I mean, they've got they've got speed everywhere, receiver, running back, um, even the tight end can 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 um, give the same a stretch of defense, um, but they. They just haven't seemed to focus on the other side of the ball. And that's what Grinch coming in has actually done for Oklahoma. And you can see um, the next year's recruiting class and the recruiting class coming up, there's a bunch of, you know, three, four, and a couple five-star on the defense side of the ball. Um, to where Texas, I don't know if you 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 get those. They're, they're more focused on getting the, the tall and speedy receivers and the, the scat backs in recruiting.
0: Yeah, no, we, So we... I
2: think for them to the, – to pick up on the defensive end, that recruiting needs to, to shift a little bit.
0: Yeah, I agree with you on that. I agree with that because, like I said, they haven't had a good defense since Brown left. And I think the last defensive team they had was when they lost to Alabama in the national championship. Uh, Sam Ancho and then those guys uh, really carried, carried Texas to that uh, championship game. Before we move on to the pros, let's talk how crazy OSU is number 10 in the country. I, I yeah, think that won't last. That's lack. a fluke, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That I, won't last. They play Baylor, and Baylor cause Baylor's still has that talent from last year, so they're probably – I'm looking for an upset there. Looking for an yeah, upset. Yeah, that won't last. I mean, yeah.
2: there's no – like I have like negative faith in a Mike Gundy coach team. Yeah. So that's – I mean, the, the hair says it also. Gu- Gundy, yeah, that won't –
0: Gundy's good for, for keeping them at least in the conversation. Every year you always oh oh what she was gonna be good this year. That's what he's good at. He's good at keeping them relevant.
2: Hey, Mamie, did you have to leave the Sorry.
0: That's all right. Like I said, he keeps them relevant. And this weekend I turned forty. You darn believe I'll be saying I'm a man on forty, oh, yeah, morning. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: That's like the the craziest thing, that's the best thing he's done as a coach. Thirteen years. <laughs>
0: yeah come after me I'm a man I'm forty I definitely love that uh, yeah I know you're at work so we're gonna keep we're gonna pick a few games this week Thursday night Tampa Bay at Chicago who do you got
2: um I'm gonna say Tampa Bay Tampa Bay um <laughs> they' they're 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 very um Their receivers are they that that concerns me because um Evans had the ankle sprain he was noticeably limping uh I mean he still went out and and play crazy. I think he had seven for 125 in a tub. Um, but just mostly hobbled. Godwin's out with the hamstring, and um, Scotty Miller is listed as questionable as well. And with it being a quick turnaround, man, that might have an effect on them um, because without those three, and then you had OJ Howard um, reportedly tear his Achilles, so you're down to Gronk and break at tight end. So um,
0: and they are who they are. It, those it, two guys, yeah.
2: They're yeah, I'm still big. going. I'm still going Tampa. I'll
0: take him. I, I benched Tom Brady. 10. I benched Brady before the game on Sunday and put Goff in, thinking golf is going to tear apart that New York Giants defense, and it backfired on me. Probably cost me a win because he had 50 points in my league. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I have him in another league as well, um, but I have Kyler Murray. So um, let's go. Kyle Murray to... gives you so many yards with his feet. Yeah, you know,
0: but... Yeah, same with Jack and same with Prescott. You know, I have Prescott in one league and man, that guy. We'll get to him in a minute. We'll get to him in a minute. Yeah. I'll put a pin in that. Um
2: Yeah, it's hard not it's hard not to start Dak st- this year. St- yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Miami travels to San Francisco. San Francisco got beat by the Eagles Monday night or Sunday night. Uh how do they recover?
2: Um, getting everybody healthy. Um I, 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 I the status of Jimmy G is still up in the air, but I think uh Mostert's gonna be back. Um and Sherman and, um, what's my safety thing? Uh, Sherman disposes, um, might try and give it a go this week, too. The big thing with the Niners, man, is just getting healthy. Um, and hopefully it doesn't. And we're not too far back to, to make up ground. Um, uh, I've never seen injuries. In <laughs> one game. <laughs> to a team like this. Like this w- is unprecedented. It
0: was in one game, really. And, uh, and, Excuse and, me? Again, it was in one game at the Jets, pretty much.
2: Yeah, would... man, and um, the NFL is actually investigating that turf. Uh, but e- even that, I mean, we just uh, we just signed a guy um, to help replace Nick Bosa, and he tore his triceps last game. Uh, Anish, so yeah, it, it's I, we can't have luck nowhere we go.
0: What's the what's your score prediction against uh, Miami? Who who plays hard?
2: Uh, they they play man, hard. i are gonna take because I mean, Fitz Magic I man, he's actually playing pretty well. Um, yeah. He's keeping been two on the bitch. Um, I'm gonna, but of course, being a 49er fan, I'm gonna take San Francisco, um, 28 to 24. But I need Devart Conte Barker to give me two tubs. <laughs>
0: uh, the the game of the week for uh, on Fox will be Dallas playing the New York Football Giants. Uh, man, the Cowboys have one probably the best offense in the league, but their defense is Big Twelve material. Hot garbage. That defense is a mess. I think it started at the, for losing Gerald McCoy. Once they lost McCoy, uh, the run defense went away. You don't have uh, Vane Landerich helping Smith call plays. And then, of course, your secondary, you have Owuzie gone and Brown gone. And those two guys are just above average in the, back, in the secondary, and that's a big difference. That, that plays a big part. I'm not saying they'll be, uh, be the best defense in the league, but they'd be close to the middle of the pack if they had those, those four guys. Right. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not as being a homer. I be, I truly believe that. Uh, of course, Dak's playing with a team that has uh, lost their future All Pro, uh, all, future Hall of Famer. If you would have played another four to five years, center uh, Smith was gone for two games, and Collins is done for the year. And, and And don't be a Dallas hater. If you lose your All Pro tackle and a, a Pro Bowl caliber right tackle, you're going to be thrown off.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So I, I, I understand the hate because it's a Cowboys team, but I guarantee you, half these teams will take Prescott as their starting quarterback in the league. Most of the fan base will take Prescott as a quarterback. He's not worth forty million, but I, I would offer him thirty and say, "Here, take it."
2: Now you got to give him forty. I mean, the price is going up. You can't. I mean, Deshaun got it. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, how come it, he? It, I mean, his ability doesn't doesn't um, say forty million. But the market says $40 million.
0: True, very true, very true. But uh, it's frustrating because he was a fourth-round pick, and he's starting for America's team and putting up great numbers. Why the hate? Why the hate, Leron?
2: Um, because it's the fan base. It's people like you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that <laughs> annoying. They are, are, are delusional. Uh, and <laughs> that At one point, man, they're, they're saying, oh, that's top five. Uh, he's the top five QB pay him his money, pay him his money. But then when it comes out, it says, oh, okay, well, he wants this this amount. It's like, oh, wait a minute. Don't pay him his money. Uh, that's ridiculous, yada, yada, yada. You're trying to have it both ways. But Jerry Jones could have just alleviated all this if they come up to him after his second or third year and say, hey, yeah, we, we believe in you. Here's 30 million. Dak would have taken that open-handedly. But now... You let him get to the end of this contract.
0: And he's putting up numbers.
2: You're, you're almost at his mercy.
0: Yeah, he's, and he's, he's putting up numbers. Uh, he's getting yep. that – Jerry Jones is giving him that Romo treatment where he'll give him some good talent on offense but no defense to back him up. And not – you know, yeah, some of, some of he is sloppy sometimes holding on to the ball in the, in the yep. pocket. But it's not fair to him when they're dropping back seven to eight guys and he has to come back and the defense know he's going to throw the ball and he's gonna throw interceptions. Right. It's not his fault. He could make right. a little Absolutely. better decisions. But when your a hey, guys are dropping back, mistakes are gonna happen. Yeah, uh, I do believe yep. that. I do believe Dallas is gonna pull it out because New York is garbage right now. Dak is gonna have another big game. Ceedee Lamb showed up last week. Amazing game for Ceedee Lamb. Um,
2: yep. But yeah, I, those got me thirty points in my Yahoo league. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> he
0: gave me some good points. in One of my, I have, him, I, have him, I think I have him in our league. But regardless, yeah. Dallas pulls away. Uh, they become 2-3. and three. They'll take over the division. They'll be 8-8 eight and eight by the time the season's over, and they'll win one playoff game because they'll just get lucky. Uh, what say <laughs> you about Sunday's game?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm going I'm to take Dallas. I'm going to take Dallas uh, 31-10. 31-10? Uh, there's just nothing in New York. I mean, when your best player offensively is probably your quarterback, and he's, he's not very good. So, no. yeah, I'm going to take Dallas 31-10. I'm um, I'm actually. I actually think they'll establish the run this game, um, and I think Zeke will go go for over 100, a touchdown, and Dak will be Dak. I mean, he'll give you between 250 and probably 300 with a couple of touchdowns. Nah, so I, yeah, I, New York, New York will alleviate the, the Cowboy Nation pain yeah, for, a week. <laughs> for a week, and
0: it will be annoying for a whole seven days, and then.
2: Absolutely. And back to reality.
0: I'm hoping for a good weekend for me. I hope uh, the teams I'm covering in high school football win. I'm hoping the Longhorns win. I hope the Cowboys win, and I hope I win in my two leagues. I hope I have a a good sports moment this weekend. If not, then I'm going to be miserable and shut down my
2: Facebook. (laughs) Hey, I've thought about doing the same thing. That that was me last weekend.
0: All right, so I'm not going to call you every Friday, but I'm going to call you on Fridays where there's a pay-per-view coming up on a Sunday. WWE absolutely man
2: I'm off work um, I'm off work every Friday so yeah definitely and I'll definitely uh, I I enjoy this so yeah I'll definitely pick up
0: it'll be uh, I I gotta edit all this stuff and I'm gonna put it on Facebook and it'll be on Spotify Uh, my this podcast is on Spotify can you believe it
2: no I I can't go to what is it go to Spotify
0: Spotify. type in cows hold on go to Spotify yeah and and it's and I'm learning my interview skills I I am not I don't have a degree in this at all so it is uh (laughs) It is Cal's Podcast of Sports and Randomness. Okay.
2: Yes. Yep. Got it.
0: If so I'm going to go uh, I'm going to get off the air. i got to go home real quick, and I'm going to come back to the studio and edit all this together and put it on the the, the podcast. So. I appreciate it, I'll Ron. i definitely
2: listen to it, man. Appreciate it, man. Have a good day. All
3: right. You
0: too. Bye. All right. And that was our first week of a Sports and Randomness Podcast here on 107.9 and 102.7. And, of course, cows Sports and ran in this podcast. A thanks to Coach White and Coach Hayes and Lauren Alexander. We'll have a different fr- uh, guest to talk sports on Friday after those guys get off the air, and uh, we'll talk about anything. And thanks for listening.